And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome to another Wine Chat. Thanks to our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. I love Hi this there, forecast. How are you this morning? I am doing quite well. I'm smiling because I'm reading 50s and 60s this week. Good morning, Jack. I love Hi this there, forecast. How are you this morning? I am doing quite well. I'm smiling because I'm reading 50s and 60s this week. <laughs> yes, indeed. Aren't we lucky? Very the good news so. is I, that's what I decided to chat about this warm weather brings thoughts of warmer things and wine to go with warmer things. And Mm -hmm. I thought I would chat about this morning one of my favorite regions in the whole world, and that's the Loire Valley of France. It's just a beautiful area. It's only a short couple-hour drive from Paris uh, where you get into the Loire Valley. And uh, they make such wonderful wines that are just perfect at this time of year, in my opinion. Uh, the wine regions of the Loire are divided into three categories. The Upper Loire, and Sancerre dominates that area, and Sauvignon Blanc. Puy Fumé and Sancerre are the two grape types, and I think everyone has heard me say, if you like Sauvignon Blanc, you're going to love Sancerre. It is uh, Sauvignon Blanc with a Ph.D. It's that much better than most Sauvignon Blancs from around the world. And, it's, and the Puy Fumé is very good, too. That's the Upper Loire. Then there's the Middle Loire, and that's dominated by the Chenin Blanc and Cabernet Franc grapes. Chenin, uh, which is a red wine made from Cabernet Franc, is okay. In my opinion, Chenin uh, is an interesting wine, but if you're looking for a red wine like that, you're better off with buying a Beaujolais. The wine is better made, and while a totally different grape type than the Cabernet Franc, uh, it's... It, preferable to my taste anyway. Chenin's interesting to taste. And then the Loire Loire. And there is the principal grape type is the Melon de Bourgogne, and it's dominated by Muscadet is the Appalachian on there. And many of you have heard me say, especially on Fishing Opener, which, uh, dare we say, isn't that far off, maybe six or eight weeks, uh, we always have Muscadet, because I think it pairs so beautifully with walleye. Uh, it's just a marriage made in heaven, in my opinion. And then, of course, uh, the Loire is also known for making sparkling wines. The Cremant production in the Loire is the second largest sparkling wine producer in France after Champagne. So they produce sparkling whites and rosés, and they're really wonderful. And, of course, a lot of the Loire wines are sweeter, so they're nice dessert wines. And visiting the Loire is really a marvelous trip. Uh, you know, it has a very noble history. The Romans planted wines, vines there in the very first century. So it has over 2,000 years history of making wines. And in the Middle Ages, uh, the wines of the Loire were preferred uh, by the British and the French themselves, and to even the wines of Burgundy and Bordeaux. I mean, they were the most popular wines. And maybe that's the reason so many of the royalty of France had summer homes along the Loire. When you visit the Loire, you really want to see these various chateaus. Uh, you know, where the king went, obviously the hangers-on followed. And there's over 300 chateaux you can visit in the Loire, and one is more magnificent than the other. My favorite is Chenisseau, which some say was the most beautiful house ever built. One of the kings built it for his mistress, 
and it, it's a wonderful property. And my favorite thing is to go in the basement of a, it's strand, uh, it straddles a river, and the kitchen uh, rotators and spits and all that are powered by the power of the river running underneath it. It's just fascinating. And, and they all still work. I mean, this was built 500, four or 500 years ago, and the kitchen rotating spits still work under the power of the river. And the place is just beautiful. The gardens are spectacular. Again, the name is Chenisseau. Another great property there is Amboise. Amboise, uh, Leonardo da Vinci, I believe, died at Amboise. Uh, then there's Chambord, which is a hunting lodge of Francis I, and that is a magnificent property. In fact, Chambord is a raspberry liqueur that takes its name from that property. And all of these properties in the Loire have what they call luminaries, particularly in the spring and summer, where they play classical music very loud so you can hear it, and then they light up the castles, and you have a light show on the different parts of the castle it's a if you ever get an opportunity go and do it the luminaries in the loire valley are a, a trip not to be missed it really is wonderful and as i said when the kings went there and they went there for good reason uh the loire is co- sort of considered the breadbasket of france uh it's a very lengthy river uh in addition to having wonderful wines and there's over 200,000 acres in the loire valley of vineyards planted to have all these wonderful wines. <laughs> One of my favorites, of course, is Vouvray. And we always talk about Vouvray for Thanksgiving. It's 100% Chenin Blanc and goes very well with anything that requires a soft wine. And, of course, in the Loire, they produce lots of fish, as you might have guessed. Uh, Sander is uh, the, kind of their version of perch. It's really in the perch family, and so is bream. And those are served with a marvelous boire blanc, which is a butter sauce, and that would make your tennis shoe taste pretty good if you put that boire blanc on it. It makes the sander and bream absolutely delicious. Another great thing that they invented in the Loire were canals. Canals are fish dumplings, and the French make them as light as a feather, and then they cover them with either a natua sauce or boire blanc. Natua sauce is sort of a lobster fish sauce, and when it's poured over those light, delicate fish dumplings, well, oh, it's just a wonderful thing. And then they also have something there called riette. This is where they put pork or duck in with pork or duck fat, and you spread it on a cracker like uh, as a, uh, a little uh, appetizer. And riettes are wonderful. They're served all over France, but they originally started in the Loire Valley. Another thing there is that uh, tarte tatin, which is kind of an upside-down apple or pear tart, because they're well-known for their apples and their pears. Um, we've all heard of Bosque pears or Anjou pears. They both come from the Loire Valley. And when they make this uh, tart, they cook it on one side, and then they flip it over, and it was served with fresh clotted cream or ice cream. Oh, both pear and apple, and I don't know which is better. They're both just quite, quite delicious uh, tarts to have. And when you have them with perhaps a cremant from the Loire Valley, sparkling Chenin Blanc, 
What a combination. And, of course, they make peaches there, too, grow peaches, that are like our Colorado peaches. The peaches of the Loire are very prized throughout France. Um, the, the Loire kind of divides France in half. North of the Loire is northern France. South of the Loire is southern France. And like I say, it is a wonderful place to visit because a lot of these chateaux I talked about have been converted into uh, hotels and Airbnbs and things like that. And you can stay right in these and experience it. The food, as I said, is just remarkable. And, of course, the wines of the region are just absolutely incredible. Uh, my first introduction to the Loire Valley was when I started in the wine business, the most popular wines were Lancers and Matus, a couple of rosés from Portugal. Well, the French got into the act very quickly, uh, promoting their Rosé d'Anjou. And Rosé of Anjou, which is another town in the Loire Valley, is just wonderful. It's a little soft, much like Lancers and Matus were, uh, and people like it. And that was my introduction to the Loire Valley so many years ago was that Anjou Rosé. And I still, still think there's a place for Rosé d'Anjou because we sell an awful lot of it, and there's good reason. It's simply delicious. People really do like it. But even uh, Joan of Arc, you know, is from Orleans. Orleans is in the Loire Valley. So if you're planning a trip or something and going to go to France when this pandemic business is all over, I'd strongly suggest a visit to the Loire Valley and make it three or four days. You want to make sure you see many of those fabulous chateaux. Uh, you know, some of them, uh, one of them in the Loire had the first running water in a castle. And they were built all the way up until the 18th century, these fabulous, fabulous uh, castles or chateaux, whatever you want to call them. The uh, castles are a little older and they're walled cities and as I said, uh, Da Vinci's buried in one of them. And it, so it's been popular for a long, long time. The kings went there for hunting and also the wonderful food of the region, plus the wines. As I said, Sancerre and Puy Fume are probably two of the best wines from there with a big, big following, quite delicious. Then we go to Anjou and Samir, then uh, Vouvray and Turin. Chinon, as I talked about a minute ago, is a red wine. But in my opinion, Chinon, you're better off with a Beaujolais. It's interesting to taste because it's made from Cabernet Franc. And if you like Cabernet Franc, by all means. But I prefer a Beaujolais uh, to Chinon. And then Muscadet. Oh, as I said, I can't imagine a better wine to have with fresh-caught walleye than Muscadet. So the Loire has everything. It has food, it has wine, it has touristy things to visit. Uh, it, it's just an all-encompassing adult Disneyland, if you will, for me. Anyway, if you like wines, you're going to love visiting the Loire Valley. And whether you want to go and visit Orleans because of the Maid of Orleans, or you want to go to Vouvray and try that, or, or in Sancerre. And you know, of course, you don't have to go to Sancerre. You can go to Haskell's. But Sancerre comes in a red and a rosé, and we have those. But it's very unusual, and they're more, I won't say a gimmicky wine, but they're more interesting to try 
than anything else because uh, they do grow a little bit of Pinot Noir in the Loire, but you're better off to get Pinot Noir from Burgundy because it's a better, uh, it's raised better and the climate suits it much better than, for example, the Loire Valley. But uh, it's just a joy to visit that part of France. Uh, and the Loire, as I said, is a picturesque river. And whether you're staying in uh, just a normal inn and hotel or you're fortunate enough to get lodging in one of the former castles, uh, it's a marvelous trip that you'll never forget. And it's close to Paris. So you can rent a car in, at the Paris airport and drive down to the Loire Valley and just uh, relax and enjoy yourself and walk through centuries of history. And in, while you're doing that, eat and drink very, very well. So there you have my prognosis for a warmer uh, day in March, mid-March here. And uh, the Loire is the place to do that. Oh, I love that. You paint a great picture, Jack. And I, I, all the wines you've ever talked about and will are available at Haskell's and get a lot of help in the process. Indeed. The folks at Haskell's love to talk about wine, and they're good at it. They've been doing it for 86 years. We've been supplying the Twin Cities with fine wines for fine people. That's why we're called the wine people. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine and learn a little, too. There's a Haskell's in Bloomington. In downtown Excelsior, you'll find the Haskell's right at the lake. In Fairbow, right off the 35W, our super cellar up in Maple Grove is not to be missed. 22,000 square feet of fine wines. Downtown Minneapolis is free parking on Saturday and Sunday. There's a Haskell's at Ridgedale, Plymouth, and St. Paul's Highland Village. There's a Haskell's in Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come in, go to visit us at Haskell's Online, which is Haskell's.com. And don't forget, we do deliver everywhere in the metropolitan area. So stop in at Haskell's, learn a little bit about wine, and while you're doing it, you'll probably save a little bit of money as well. Fantastic. Jack, let's uh, talk again next week. You know, Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. Thanks very much, Jack. Jack Farrow from Haskell's. Get those lawn and garden questions ready coming up next hour. Smart Garden here on CCO Radio. Right now, a few clouds out there. We expect highs near 50 degrees today. But right now, CCO temp at 29. Stay with us here on CCO.